Hey everybody, welcome to My Town Hustle. Today's episode, it is okay to pull the plug. Stay tuned. Welcome to My Town Hustle, where we take an in-depth look at the people, policies, and processes that make small towns work. Focusing on trends in urbanism and creative economies, My Town Hustle explores the ideas that make our community special. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, we're going to kick this one off. Are you ready? Yes. Mr. Ranter? Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, my name is Jared Perry. I am the host of My Town Hustle. I am joined, as always, by Mr. Sam Tootin. What's going on? And the Yoda of all things that are of government, Mr. Brett Alfin. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Um, shout out to our sponsor. We've been doing that now. Six yeah. Mo City Services. Shout True story. Out. Seems All like three of us work here. Seems like I'm just going to keep place. saying it until people get annoyed with it. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So today's episode, you came to us with this. Said, as, I, as I do. As mm-hmm. you do. Jared, it's okay to pull the plug. Yeah. And then that's all I got. So I've got no research on this. I yeah. have an idea. I think yeah. he told me the, the it's, thing. It's, yeah. Don't go, don't go morbid. It's nothing like that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so, with that lovely intro, wow, it's time to rant. The anticipation let's, let's is high. Anticipation uh, is yeah. high. Okay. So, disclaimers first. Okay. Um, I ride my bike a lot around town, and it gives me a great opportunity to just look at stuff, and look at it again, mm-hmm. and look at it again, and look at it again. Okay, so that's where this is coming from. Okay. Most importantly, I'm going to be kind of quoting from an article that our friend Mike Kelly at the Marietta Times wrote. Um, I think it was in 2019. Great article. Shout and out. it actually was brought back to my attention through a local Facebook group. They reposted it. And it, and it got my attention because I had been seeing the topic of this. So to give people um, a sense of what I'm talking about. So here in Marietta... Um, like many Appalachian small towns, we have an industrial past, right? We have legacy facilities and sites where things were built and made and created in our communities. And Marietta is not unique in that it, it happens mm. everywhere across Appalachia. And so in the, in, in the quite literally in the center area of our town, there's like a 14 acre spot where it was an industrial property. Mm. And as long as I can remember, it's been empty and it's been vacant. And it's also important for me to say, I I don't have any stake in this property. It's development. I don't really know who owns it. I don't, I'm not indicting them. I don't know anything about, I know the company that I don't know anything about it. Right. So I'm just kind of saying, um, what I'm seeing out there. And so this, this facility was, um, a, a complex where uh, many things were made, but most importantly, safes. So fireproof safes were made there. Hmm. Um, it, it was the home of a Remington Rand Company. Uh, during the war, they made aircraft propeller hubs. Hmm. So it, it, it housed a variety of operations. So I want to give you kind of the chronology of its life, and then I'll kind of tell you my thoughts. So this, this building was built in 1921. In 1925, they built a four-story 
200,000 square foot addition to it. In the early 1940s, uh, like many things, it was it was transformed into the war effort where it made these propeller hubs. Um, in 1946, that propeller hub business moved to New York. And in 1969, all production at this facility ceased. Okay. And, and that facility production moved to another place just outside of town here. And so that, between when it was built and when it stopped production in 1969, was 48 years. It's 2021. It's been 52 years since this facility had anything happening in it of a large scale. Mm. It's 14 acres in the middle of our town. For those of you that are local, that's the size of Walmart and the parking lot, in the, right in the middle of our heart of our town. Mm. It's been inactive longer than it was active. We've had every market condition between 1969 mm. and now. We've had every up. We'd have, mm. We've had every down. We've had every industrial boom. We've had every technology boom. We've had every condition that can happen to a market that's happened since 1969. And nothing has ever happened at this facility. And so my point is, I think it's okay to pull the plug on this place and say, thank you. It's a wrap for you. We would like these 14 acres back in the middle of our town. Yes. And so that's, my, that, that's kind of my rant. And I mean that, and if, if I mean, if for heaven's sakes, the owner of this property is listening, I have no offense to that. But just purely on the outside looking in, like, what could be? I'm trying to, you know, Jared has yeah. a new point of perspective on life. Man, that glass is half full, baby. That's it. He's singing, <laughs> he's singing in the office. Yeah, he's jamming. He's, bib- he's bibbity-bopping down the halls. <laughs> so the glass is half full. So I'm saying, let's pull the plug on this baby and think about what could we do with these 14 acres yeah. in the middle of our town. Um, and like many things, you know, that's a good building. We don't, you don't build them like that anymore. Uh, agreed. Mm. There's nobody's just, no, nobody's doubting that. But what could we do? Um, and so that's my, that's my point here is that mm. it's time the, you know, it's time to pull the plug. It's been 52 years, yeah. whatever could happen yeah. should have happened if it was going to happen. And whatever we think we'd like to happen is probably not going to happen. So, so Mike, Mike, I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate one. Yes. I've always mm. loved that building solely because I'm a sucker for squares and rectangles and are you an engineer brick? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Um straight lines. <laughs> and and you know bold. Our our bold. architecture and engineering side has done some just amazing <laughs> rehabs in northeast Ohio. I mean that yep. is like a just honestly it's a slam dunk to rehab a building like that because the campus is wide open. Um and most of the, everything inside you don't care about. It's all got to be new. So it's sure. demos relatively easy. Um, provided you get a clean environmental, but um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because okay. I do I would love to see that building. I've got I've had ideas for that building, some that I've thought about pitching the owner. Um, but I'm gonna ask this question maybe on their behalf. Okay. What or or you as a public official that may be wanting to commandeer blah blah blah. What will go there? If that's down and you've got all 14 acres, right, in that site, knowing what's on, what streets flank it, knowing what's 
adjacent to it? What goes there? It's a good question, but I would I would say is anything but what's there now better? I mean, is it is 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 what is current what the what's currently being there is is that to me the argument's there anything could go there. Anything would be better than what's there. Sure. So what is it zoned? I think it's commercial. And we're getting really hyper-local here. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you've got something like this in your town. Mm. Just imagine a, an industrial complex, 14 acres, mm. right in the middle, on both sides of this, residential. Mm-hmm. Yep. On either side of it, the adjacent parcels are like, uh, I don't think they're industrial. They're commercial. Mm-hmm. The one's a school. And one is a, um, like another parts store. Yeah. Yeah. Some, su- some kind of supplier. Supply. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Like and For me, all of this, all, all of this goes to effective planning. It goes to if, if not, you know, if not us, then who? So, you know, if the, city, your port authority, your other economic development kind of office or facility, you know, within your, your city or your county, um, is not asking these questions and, and really preparing to answer that question that you're, that you're asking, you know, alongside the property owner. I don't think people, I don't like to think that people just buy stuff with not a good intent. You know, they, they would like to do something right. But who is help facilitating those conversations to say what to your question, what can we put there? Let's mm-hmm. start square one and start thinking that. I don't think there's any thinking, you know, that's, I think probably the thinking's going on with the property owner, right? But there's no, it, they're going to need help. They're going to need resources. There's no one else grabbing their hand and say, let's think, let's think of this together. Because there's multiple cities that go after Brownfield money for, you know, phase one, phase two, to just spend on, spend general fund dollars or maybe, maybe CDBG dollars on, on providing private property owners phases of environmental reviews to get that site cleaned up because the end result is better than the current state. And if you're not doing any of that, of any of those agencies or city level, then you really are asking the property owner to, to do all that. And of course, that you know, they they have an intent. They would like to do something, mm-hmm. but I think when when does the helping hand come in? And that's to me, that's where that's that's where this that's where we're at. Yeah. So you can't unless this is deemed. And I think one of the buildings on there is actually deemed like uninhabitable. Yeah, it's been condemned. Um, Cheapest property in town. Mm-hmm. Big old red X. <laughs> Big red X. So the city would have to buy it, right? No. I mean, I, I, I can mean, tell you this was this was a seven figure purchase. Mm-hmm. I know that for this facility. Mm-hmm. So, uh, property owners not just going to go, yeah, you can have it. True. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. not advocating for that. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm. So, but my my question is, if it's time to pull the plug, the city or somebody would need to come in with a plan or an option. Sure. To 
to commandeer that property. We're not. It could be. The, I, I think a bit. It could be the same as. Imagine this property is just really unmowed grass. You know, so like, mm-hmm. okay, we've got this property. It's largely dilapidated. It's got hundreds or thousands of broken windows, maybe, mm-hmm. and it's got a back area that's falling down and and if that was a house you know you'd probably be you'd be getting probably getting citations and fines and things like that so i don't know why that would be any different i'm saying that like it's easy i also understand i'm saying that like it's like no big deal Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying it's to me in the in the grand scheme of things it's no different than that i mean it's we we we've shown that we care about the exterior state of exterior property in our community so why should this be exempt from that care um i'm not saying like we're gonna take it and yes. domain or anything i'm not saying i'm just saying is there something we could do to encourage <laughs> something yeah. to happen there? yeah yeah and neither am i none of, none of it is the city takes physical ownership of it they just take ownership of trying to drive the train to make it to pull to, to literally do what brett's saying go ahead and pull the plug it will never be what you know it used to be so right. let's start the conversation, which is your question. What can it be? Sure. What mm-hmm. can go there? So until you get to that point, then you can't take transactional steps to, to get to that end result. Whether that's a neighborhood kind of study and plan, you know, for the that's future. That's where my head was going, was you know, what, what are our needs? Yep. Yeah. Uh, housing being, being one of them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Getting away from hyper-local, I mean, that's, those, those, are the question, those are the things you should be asking. What do we, you know? If we need housing, can it be housing? What do we got to do if it's going to be housing? Can we throw some mix? And then potentially incentivizing that owner. If you are to revamp this property, because demolition is forever, Brett. It is yes, forever, Jared. It is. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> if you are to revamp this property and you would do this there, mm-hmm. A, we're, we're going to make sure that the zoning happens so that that could happen. Yeah. Um, but B, we're going to incentivize it in some way shape sure. or form so that it could be mm-hmm. what it is yes hmm. i like that you know, and we're just spitballing here because again i didn't know jack about this no uh same and you know i mean i'm just saying that as a like i said a guy that rides by and i've i've dropped my kids off at the babysitter near there and i literally look at it every day and i have great respect for what it once was and i don't i'm not i'm not overlooking that i'm just saying we don't we don't have any more land in Marietta, right? They're, they're, we don't we're out of space, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I think we need to get very smart about what we do have and property that's not serving its high and best use. We should be encouraging it to do that. Now, I'm not yes. saying. I mean, I know this is America, Jack. Trust me, I never mm-hmm. forget that. Yeah, I believe in democracy, all those things, right? I'm a capitalist, all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm just saying, you know, we have limited resources, and land being one of those, and it's you know out of the floodplain relatively flat we, that's like gold in appalachia especially mm-hmm. in our community so um you know i would have to believe that there would be some kind of opportunity and again i'm saying it like it's easy i didn't spend any money yeah. to buy it i'm not yeah. paying the taxes i mean you know, i'm not donating that stuff i'm just saying what could be yeah if we had yeah. that space I, and i think pulling the plug is is a lot of it of your own maybe local perspective of of the property the history you know like this homage of of what it w- once was to get over that just think of like an abandoned school it's been an abandoned probably would not ex- have gone that long sure but it's maybe 10 to 20 years not a school you know there those kids that went there are are gone 
So this new generation of people living that are younger, it's not a school to them. It's only a school to you. So are you really doing a, a disservice to your community at large by just mm. letting this v- land be vacant and not kind of turned around? And here's my, here's my final correlation, and then I'll give up on the rant. I think there is a microcosm here of kind of one of the key tenets we talk about. That facility is like the symbol of the struggle of a lot of communities across Appalachia, the Rust Belt, Mm -hmm. you know. That was a big manufacturing place. And we can only replace it with other big manufacturing. And we've learned over decades that our communities just aren't equipped to be really competitive in that area anymore. And like we talk about here at my town and at Sixmo, small incremental development over time is what has made our communities last for, in in the case of Marietta, over two centuries. Mm -hmm. And yes, there was a time when, you know, we're fortunate to have your big plants and factories and those are important. They employ a lot of people, but the, the time of us being highly effective at landing those and being competitive at those is past. Mm-hmm. And so the likelihood that we're going to get another, you know, fire safe producer or propeller hub producer to come in there has probably passed us by as evidenced by the 52 years that have passed since that time. And quite honestly, the place that this moved to is also relatively empty, <laughs> ironically. So, you know, I think it's just a symbol of, we don't have to only do the huge industrial destructive things to support our communities. We can do other things mm-hmm. and, and we've survived without it and thrived, I would argue in some places. So yeah. again, I'm not belittling this plant or this place or this facility. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that we know how to survive and it's not mm-hmm. only with that. Yeah. So yeah. that would be, and, the, and with that, I will end mm-hmm. my rant. <laughs> to me, you're pulling a plug on a mindset. Right, you're pulling this mindset exactly. of, of, of 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 almost Thank like a hoarder you. mentality, right? This Thank fear you. fear of missing out. Yes. So this fear of missing out, and Brett mentioned it very right off the bat. It has we have seen trends high and low of opportunity where it could have been gone back, you know, some some productive use, but it hasn't. Yeah. So that fear of missing out has is doesn't exist. So if it's torn down and redeveloped into something, and then someone comes knocking you know, hey, I need a, you know, manufacturing plant, and I want to be right in your city. Well, shoot, you know. <laughs> you just missed just it. Just missed it. But, like, <laughs> the, like, the likelihood of that is so, is so small, right. but yet, you know, again, needs-based. I think, because your question really hit it. I mean, that's, it starts, it starts it from there, from pulling that mindset plug to, all right, what can go there? Yeah. And, and who's so, facilitating those conversations? So I'm going to, kind of draw all of this together and then we'll shut this down. But um, when I look at it, I have to imagine the things that we're asking is on the city. It, it, it is incumbent upon them or maybe it's a port or uh, to me, it's the city and it's the development director's office mm-hmm. in there to say, start having those conversations because yes. here's the other thing that is absolutely possible. I'm just going to, the landowner decides, you know what? I bet the state would give me money to tear that down because they would. And I'm going to demolish it. And then you know what I'm going to do? Then I'm going to build a 100,000 square foot, 36 foot clear height, single story mammoth building. Mm-hmm. And it's single story. So that's going to be, that's just taking up all of your property. 
mm-hmm. and the parking that is associated with it. And it's going to have all these docks and levelers in it. And it's going to be an industrial city because that's what it's zoned as. And I can do it because I can do it. It's my property. Yeah. Because the city has never come along and said anything. And I don't know that. I, sh- I shouldn't, I should preface that. I don't know if they have not said anything. Yeah. But we've certainly not heard of it. Mm-hmm. The conversations, that's why they're important to have. Yes. Is to say, hey, we would really like, this is part of our town. You own it, but it's part of our town. Mm-hmm. So we would like to do X, Y, Z. And another thing, you know, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. Maybe we need to get Adam back on for preemption. But, mm-hmm. you know, if they did have a, a new comprehensive plan and there was zoning, are you allowed as a government entity to say, in the event this building ever gets demolished, mm-hmm. the zoning is going to change to this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then that should be happening. It's still to zoned. protect yourself. It's yes. still zoned M1, and I'm taking the M to stand for manufacturing. Okay. Thanks in for the middle of a res- in the middle of a residential. Yes. Area. So, I mean, those are the steps I think I would be taking from a leadership, administration, organizational, whatever. I would be looking at to saying, I got to protect, you got to protect your town. Because, and we say this at Sixmo all the time, at the end of the day, we're going to make decisions that are best for Sixmo. Or if you're the mayor or or administration or council, like we're going to make decisions that are best for this town. Mm -hmm. I can't make the decisions that are best for you because in 70 years, you'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. Right? We are renting our time on earth for a very short period of time. And then after, we're, we're just, we're bar- I'm borrowing the house I live in right now. Mm-hmm. And someday, somebody else will live in that house. Same with your guys. So we got to make the decisions that are best for the town now. Yeah. To Need- protect it for the future. Yeah. That whole needs base. I mean, think of when the, the build, this building in particular was, was, was built. It's at a boom in time. Right. It just it just happened. It worked that way. That's what it needed. And it happened and it worked. And then it worked and then it died and then it was over. And that, now what? Now mm-hmm. let's keep let's address what's best for us and move forward. Because maybe, maybe in 70 years, right? We're we're talking about this, it changes into something that's more productive and useful, but that dies. Right? It's a it's a life like a life cycle of 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 places. And you can protect that, you can harbor that, but you can also let it grow and prosper and um, you know, it's, it starts with those conversations. Agreed. I mean, you hit it, you hit it right on the head. All right, huh. that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks, Brett, for you uh, your your rant. Yeah. You Appreciate it. Yeah. What, real quick, I think with the mindset part of pulling that plug, I think one thing that we want to make sure that that people realize is, is if you yourself pull that plug as a individual, you know, and you have no ties to maybe a spot out there. Start asking those questions. I'm done with it being X, Y, Z. I want something else. We, de- we, we deserve something better else. You know, we deserve it. So just be, and then start having those questions. Start figuring out, you know, what, what's the plan? What's the thing moving forward? And, and, and just, you can start growing it. You can start facilitating it. Maybe that's what the Facebook group does. You know, they talk about either what it could be or what it used to be, you mm-hmm. know, but the question is, what should it be? And how do we get, how do we move it? So. Yeah. How do we bring that person on board? Yeah. To make it happen. Yeah, a lot because of moving a lot of moving pieces and a lot of people you gotta bring yeah, together. I'd love to it's, it's doable. I'd love to drive down I mean, I drive down mm-hmm. these streets and I'd love to just knock on somebody's door and say, I just want to let you know I'm over that front door. 
I'm over that pink color. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But realistically, that's not reality. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. It's their property. So True. you've you know, again, it starts it starts with leadership. You can do it per, yeah, you can do it productively. Yes. For sure. Yep. All right. That was that was a good adder. Thank you for that. So um any any questions, folks, hit us up. Support at mytownhustle.com. If you are listening to this right now and you made it to this point, please, 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 please. Go on to iTunes or Spotify or whatever you're listening to this and hit that subscribe button. Uh, that absolutely helps us out. That makes um, us become more searchable or findable, I guess. It, it climbs us up the rankings if people are searching for things on, on these different platforms um, and, get, and spreads the, the message. So we appreciate that, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to My Town Hustle. We would greatly appreciate it if you would share our podcast with someone who you think would benefit greatly from it. But most importantly, subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever platform you consume your podcasts. It would mean the world to us. Until next time, folks, thanks for listening. We used to dance and begin